Hello, guys. Howdy. We got Pooh here. Say hi, Pooh. Howdy, howdy. We got Piglet. Hi. You got Christopher Robin here to uh, have a conversation. Yep. All right. What's going on, Pooh? You want to start us off? What are we talking about today? We're talking about AI. Ooh. What is AI? Artificial intelligence. Yep. All right. So from my understanding, AI made a huge leap the last couple of years with OpenAI, right? Yes, Chat sir. GPT. It's the same company, right? OpenAI, ChatGPT. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's that's all that Sam Altman guy. Yeah. Yeah, that weirdo. <laughs> 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 pretty sure that guy was like uh the ceo then ousted then they brought him back as cp c cpo see i'm thinking of c 3po yeah he's he's been all over the place yeah yeah ceo uh all right yeah that guy's weird that guy was talking about how i might be misremembering but i think he was talking about how uh he looks at a photo yeah and he has no, no emotion emotion based on that photo. Like you and I would look at a photo and we would be like, oh, I remember that time or have some nostalgia or have some feeling. He's like, I don't have any of that. I do, am a robot. Do you I think will create robot. Do you think he's an AI? Please, UAE, give me $7 trillion. <laughs> he's an AI. Confirmed. Confirmed AI. Sam Altman. He just looks like an AI. Yeah. You know. Wait, right, let's jump jump into the... Like open AI stuff and chat GPT. What do you think of that? Um, I think it could be useful for certain things, but obviously, from my understanding, it was the first non-supervised LLM. Or not the first, but the first popular one. Or yeah. I mean, I guess it's the first mass, you know, AI available to the masses to begin to with. The public, right? yeah. And that was what changed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I Oh, I, I assume it has to do with the, you know, recent technological advancements and things like GPUs. Because he was asking seven trillion dollars. Obviously, he wouldn't get it, but I think it's the his his mindset is that he's going to be the one to change. Just like Elon Musk will be the one to take us to Mars. Yeah, he's going to be the one to take us to this dystopian society. Hey, but so far, Chat GPT is helping a lot of students out there. <laughs> Cheat, like, yeah. <laughs> It's it's helping. Right, essays. So there's no because it passed the Turing test, right? Yeah. Okay. So if it passed that, teachers can't decipher whether or not it's uh it's written, written by, by a human. By, yeah. Like it could be and there's like other uh, like app, app apps they could use like that could modify what Chad GPT wrote, mm -hmm. could like uh, paraphrase it or whatever. And yeah, you can't tell if it's written by ai is that something like grammarly or things could like be yeah, that? like other apps isn't yeah. that doesn't that read what you've written and then it'll edit it for you or give you suggestions on oh yeah the, oh, oh that's for grammar yeah, but there's like other apps that p paraphrase like everything you could like oh, tell it to like okay yeah like make it more complicated more simple add this add that yeah whatever. okay so okay that's interesting so you're saying that do students not have to write essays anymore? It's been a while since I went to school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one writes like they, they all ask ChatGPT to do it. That's what my brother does in school right now. 
they literally say, hey, Chet, you can you write me an essay about this? So if they're you and your brother is going into school to do something in the medical field, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it's object to say that our people in these, oh, your stomach just went off there, just popped off. Uh, <laughs> that's that's chick-fil-a today who, oh, okay. who needs his honey that's ai food right there but um so we're gonna have less qualified doctors and such because they're gonna be cheating in school by using ai yeah no one's gonna know anything for sure they just google it yeah i mean i went i had a doctor's experience earlier where she kind of left the room i was asking her something about you know skin and she left the room and came back oh you know it could be this like i wanted to be like you just googled that right yeah you just left the room and googled that Uh. basically but what do you think of there's some big deal thing happening right now it's sora ai sora ai and that's a subsidiary of ChatGPT, OpenAI. yes okay uh what's that so basically it's uh able to generate like videos animation anything just by you typing whatever you want and it could go to up to a minute why the minute and it's i mean mean, for now it could go up more over time but yeah for now it could do anything you you type and it's and like you can't tell it from reality basically so okay um can you pull up maybe something that sora ai has done yes okay Okay, so I have the website here for it. Um, It doesn't... Is this recent? How recent is this? It's like, yeah, a week or two. Wow. Okay, so this is very topical. Mm. Cool. Um, So there's some different um, videos that they're showing. The one on on the very top, which is kind of cool with um, creating video from text, it says when you open it up, it shows... um, basically paper airplanes wow. flying like birds into a tree. Wow. I mean, I would only imagine Crazy. this was the next step if you've seen AI art. Yeah. Uh, and now they can do video. Does yeah. this disrupt things like utilizing Maya and, uh, you know, yeah, for movie production? There's another prompt. Um, A stylish woman walks down a Tokyo street filled with warm, glowing neon and animated city signage. She wears a black leather jacket, a long red dress, and black boots. That's impressive. That is crazy impressive. That looks real. There's more to this prompt, actually. Uh, This sample set is based off of all the internet, right? It's unsupervised? Takes Yeah, basically, it takes anything. And it just creates what it looks like. There are neck wrinkles on her. Yeah, and face blemishes and stuff. Like she doesn't look like a fake person. It, but she is. If I saw this video, I would think it was real, because there was almost like not pock marks, but just some sort of skin, like slight deformity. Uh, it, It didn't look like perfect. It looks real. So for me, I'm seeing reflections of the water. It looks like it rained off of the street. And the I don't know if you would call that ray tracing or whatever is near perfect. So my instant yeah. question is, does this disrupt how we create 
consumption. But then my question is, no one would own the right to this. It's not intellectual property. Like OpenAI doesn't own the right to this video, do they? Because they created it, generate it from... Because realistically, if you're looking at her face, this had to be the summation of faces from other Japanese women on the internet. And you would imagine that they did not give consent or sell their image unless I guess they did. I, I don't know where this is sampling from, but if it is sampling from people who haven't, you know, given their image to a certain studio or something, I don't think this could be utilized for movies unless I'm wrong, unless I'm wrong, but I just don't think they would have the intellectual property yeah, because I think, they didn't create anything. Yeah, I guess, yeah, since I don't think it's open to the public yet. So it's only used by specific people, and I think they're following some regulations. Okay. Yeah. It says, today Sora is becoming available to red teamers to assess critical, oh, something came up, um, critical areas for harms or risks. We are also granting access to a number of visual artists, designers, and filmmakers to gain feedback on how to advance the model to be most helpful for creative professionals. Right. So there goes creative professional jobs for sure. I am somewhat familiar with doing models and CGI in the backgrounds of movies. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the program that's often used. I mean, obviously Maya for 3D rendering and sometimes Blender open source programs but um after effects after effects is a big one that they use for uh taking a 3d model and putting in the background of an already pre-film location so if you're in you know some desolate place in england that's like hilly you could then you know superimpose a castle in the background or something that looks real Mm -hmm. um and in this case i don't think that person whose job it was to create miniatures of or modeling would have a job anymore because that cgi looks yeah well better than black panther yeah if this if this goes to the public bro any random person can just do what oh show me that any random person can do those things okay so we're seeing what looks like is this california yes so it's the historical footage of california during the gold rush prompt wow it looks crazy that looks real the colorization on that looks like real life there's actually so there's people moving in the background it looks like a california foothill town with a creek running through it and they have all the old western buildings probably created in the same that the same design standards that would have been used at the time based on the knowledge that it would have created or used from the language learning model wow yeah i would have basically taken pictures of the california gold rush i would assume yeah and then just colorized it so is it is it taking any knowledge from the prompt or is it just taking old pictures that'd be interesting during the gold rush we didn't have video no not video but is it taking information from the from the time period is it oh i I would assume yeah Yeah. it's taking pictures and it knows these things are like i'm asking if it's collecting knowledge that we had in written form as well as pictures or if it's just basing it on pictures. but i don't know i don't know that's a good question i obviously wasn't around during the time of the gold rush but that is the closest thing you would see and if you use that as b-roll in a movie it's very that would be crazy like that looks better than movies do yeah. I, I mean, 
I'm seeing on a small sample, probably like, you know, not that many bit, but it looks better than movies do. I mean, imagine what it can do a year from now. Like if this is what we have now, and imagine. want to give it to creative time. professionals. Interesting thing though, if you're taking away those type of jobs, I think ChatGPT can also write stories. Yeah, better than actual writers. I do you believe that. Yeah. You. Th so why are you saying that? Have, have other people said that or? Because like you can try it yourself. Like if you tell it or oh, write this, it's literally gonna give you what you tell it. Like if if you're someone who's very knowledgeable about something and you have good plots and ideas, and if you if you input the right things. It can give you a really good story or movie idea or whatever. So Sora AI would be the start of the death of creativity. Yeah. How, so my next logical step would be music, right? But I feel like AI would already be used in generating music. Like that yeah. I thought would have happened prior to this because you could create backgrounds. Obviously you need somebody to, would you need people to actually sing? Like would would they be able to create some sort of AI voice based on a sampling of a bunch of people's voices of someone who doesn't exist? And then they would be able to sell that as their own. How would you, I guess my question is where intellectual property draws line. Cause they're saying they're using this for filmmaking, which until you read that, I would just assume that this wouldn't have been able to be used for anything. Wait, but that is interesting. Have you seen the music like remix or remakes of like uh, certain music in spongebob voice for example yeah i or thought i saw Patrick's. something that was like eminem and drake singing a rap or something uh, no it was the weekend oh the and weekend and drake drake if, if the weekend yeah. and drake did a duet sort of collaboration yeah. song can you play that i can yeah let me try to find it okay when you we'll keep that but Try to find it. Let me know. Yeah, there's also like I've seen this other like music in SpongeBob's voice, or like Patrick, or Mr. Krabs, or Eric Cartman from South Park. Like you could like. So anyone who's talked for a while on the internet. Yeah, you could but, make like, a music video with their voice. With their voice. Yeah. I guess maybe that's the goal of this podcast is for them to take our voices to make music videos. Hey, maybe we don't have to do any work anymore. <laughs> we. No more vocal uh, actors like audiobooks. They'll just be read by uh, AI. Yeah, maybe like something that because there's a lot of mark. Well, Sorry. No, Sorry. you're good. There's a lot of marketing. <laughs> Trying in to find this video. Yeah, there's a lot of marketing involved in um, sound engineering. Yeah, in terms of utilizing certain frequencies that make people want to listen to it again and again and again. So there's certain high pitch frequencies that they use in pretty much all pop songs, um, which right. I don't think was used back back in the day. So it seems like music now is almost more mesmerizing and more uh, like that. I watched Coco Melon as a troll once, and I think oh it was I the, remember you told me yeah that. it was like frames per second or something. I felt hypnotized. It was weird. Like I couldn't look away. It was trash. It was garbage. It's My, brainwashing. Brain, but truly i'm not making this up like i sat there in a trance for about 30 seconds just watching like the wheels on the bus go round and round round just, and round right. and just like some terrible voice singing the song and i'm just sitting there watching the frame rate just and the colors saturated colors just moving back and forth and i was like couldn't like blink you ever have that yeah situation? imagine just, imagine a child watching this like that's 
crazy. Imagine the impact. What would that do to you? Does that just make you able to, you know, be controlled later on because they're going to use that same frequency and that same, you know, happy response that's elicited and say... Possibly, yeah. I, yeah. I, I could see that. Wow. Oh, wait, did you find the... Okay, yeah, I think I have it. All right, can you play I that? I think I have it, yeah. Okay. At first, it's quite convincing. Creator Ghostwriter977 claims the song is AI-generated. I don't know. I don't want to get copyrighted or whatever but anyway yeah that sounds that's what yeah that's was. that sounds really good wow yeah so it's an ai generated wait there's a collaboration of drake and the weekend wait could <laughs> could you play spongebob or uh spongebob mu music video like of an actual song i think you should be able to find something that is creepy but then it's the same I'm being asked the same question about intellectual property and rights and who owns that. No one owns it. It's for everyone. Well, no, you own your well, rights I, I guess, to your yeah. own face. You own the rights to your own voice, unless you sold them away on some. <laughs> I know some people do. Some people sell, sell the rights to their face to be able or, to use in any type of marketing campaigns. But... Or, or like imagine people on social Stop. media. Oh yeah, play it, play it, play it, play it, yeah. Okay, this is SpongeBob AI cover All Star Smash Mouth. Great. That's perfect. What so. we need. The world told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the inside coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live wow. that fine. Your brain gets... All right, enough of that. That yeah. is crazy. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah. imagine people on social media, man. They're posting like videos and pictures of themselves and all that stuff. Like, that's scary. So essentially you will... So when they're talking about deep fakes or things that you said... Just deny that you said that, guys. No one knows if you said it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at some point, no one's going to know if it's this is real why or I'm not. Doing, this is why I'm doing this right now. Think about it. If my voice is on the internet enough, nothing that comes out of my voice, it, it might... It's going to be believable. It's yeah. called plausible deniability, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that my... <laughs> I didn't know that... I didn't say that. But yeah, good they thing... sampled my podcast. But yeah, good thing you do yeah. not have a social media too. Right. Like well, you're not having a social media. That's I said originally I said that was a control thing where you're way happier when you don't because you get to meet people for who they are and you're not meeting right. like w this image that they're trying to create. So I mean th that aspect is why I, I I'm that way. But I guess another thing is because I don't have photos of myself, I can't be used as a sample. I mean the government already has my information in terms of my photo from my ID and such. So I guess if they want to program, you know, a, a murder bot. <laughs> Just make him look like a lumberjack. Yeah. Well, that's why I grow the beard. The government thinks I don't have a beard, so. And now you're going to confuse them. See, same thing with me. Like, I, I have my beard grown now, so no one's going to. 
it's going to be harder to, harder to tell. It's over for me anyway because I have Face ID and I'm sure Apple's just selling that information. Oh, 100%. <laughs> then, yeah, you're done for. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wait. So wait, what else AI, about AI? That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Good. I'm glad that's in the hands of Sam Altman. I'm glad. The guy who's trying to elicit foreign adversaries for $7 trillion and is now reprogramming all his chat GPT and open AI to learn about military yeah. expansion. <laughs> Wait, what do you think is going to happen to the people who, who are going to lose their jobs from this AI thing? What's going to happen to them? Yeah. Um, it depends on where we get with AI. I think if we get to a point where everything is pretty much done without the need for humans... Yeah, you'd pretty much just need universal basic income. I don't know. Right. So, I like, mean, do you think we are ready for it? Because, like, no, this not at Sora all. AI, bro, this Sora AI, no one was, no one expected it to come this fast. Like, people thought it would come later on, not now. Like, this is shocking to a lot of people. I think it's because data sampling has become more, that's what I was saying. Like, they're eliciting the $7 trillion. Obviously, they would never get it, but because I think the GPUs that, they use for things like open GI, open AI and chat GPT cost like $20 billion. Yeah. Uh, and you know, graphic processing unit technology has just increased so fast in the like NVIDIA stuff like that has increased so yeah, did fast. You hear, in the last... Did you hear about their stock price, bro? Like, Ooh, imagine investing in that. Like, like you would, you would be rich now. Oh, if you invested it back in that day, in well, NVIDIA, I, not even back in the day, like a year ago, if you invested really? a year ago, you, you would, Three or four times your money. I did. I have NVIDIA. I have hey, NVIDIA good, good for you then, bro. Good I have, for no, you. I'm kidding. Oh. I have NVIDIA graphics card. I invested in a uh, depreciating uh, graphics card. What do, do their prices like go up or down? Like uh, well, years you? ago, because of the uh, what do you call it? Crypto mining. Yeah, uh, everyone was you know, buying those, uh, like companies were buying all the graphics cards. Oh. You couldn't even get one. I literally, wa I literally had to wait in line to get, Dude, that's crazy to get a graphics card that I needed specifically at the time for work. And everyone else is waiting because they wanted to play the next game. And it was so Dude. annoying, man. <laughs> I'm like out in the cold and there's like four people ahead of me and you had to wait for like two hours to get a graphics card that I needed for work. And everyone else in front of me is like, well, I just wanted to play the next, uh, you know. Hey, I don't even know what games are out, but in in 4K, I'm like, why? We're not in the same boat here. Can I cut you? Right, that? right. So that's crazy. But yeah, you couldn't get them. And then I think like Apple, you know, uh, entered the space. I think Intel's making their own GPU yeah. units attached to their chipboards and stuff. I think that that probably competition has just made it so because i know what chip manufacturers i don't know what gpu but i know what chip manufacturers right. like intel was slowly increasing they they had the technology to you know aggressive expansion but they were slowly um you know making the chips faster every year so be like oh it's five percent faster it's ten percent faster you know every year uh buy this new chip chipset and spend you know a thousand dollars more so that you your computer's 10% faster. That's great. But then AMD, like Taiwanese company or whatever comes in and their chips become actually faster because they were the first to do like seven nanometer, whatever silicone. And so then Intel had to, you know, compete. And now I think they're, you know, 
back in the lead. Maybe I haven't yeah. followed it as much, but I think the same thing happened in the graphic processing unit world where NVIDIA was being caught up by, you know, Apple. And so they're just like, oh, we better unveil what we've been working on. Let's not, you know, hide it anymore. And I'm sure, I'm sure that with the increase in, because I'm pretty sure that's what, you know, is able to go through data sets faster is, right. is those processing units. So imagine a $20 billion one of those. I mean, mine can do amazing things and it was like 400 bucks. I mean, wow. so it's able to just process information so quickly that I think that's why no one predicted ChatGPT and OpenAI. I, I mean, I could be wrong. There could be other factors. Obviously, Sam Altman is a wild guy, but must be smart. He's an AI. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... So I guess AI is autonomous and they're trying to <laughs> okay, destroy wait, I'm going to go conspiracy theory here. Oh, no. But what if the governments already had all of this and they're slowly introducing this to us, but they have way more advanced stuff that we're not ready for? The government doesn't even know what social media is. I mean, not the government officials, the but like state. that. <laughs> here we go. Who is that? <laughs> the deep states. <laughs> There's just some guy just out there who's who's... Run, who's just thinking in their head like ah oh, ai better Bam. better harbor this technology and then just slowly release it sora ai first then you know but don't imagine how fast like ai is developing right now like this is crazy how do you think that happens do you think like you're in the midst of a development and then the cia just knocks on your door and says give us that and they take it like, i don't think they're the ones developing anything I mean, they have scientists, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Sam Altman, maybe he's with the CIA. No, I'm kidding. I'm it was kidding. $7 trillion, man. That's three, what? I think the That's GDP a, of America is like, what, 21 or something like that trillion? But our dollars. national debt is like 30-something trillion. <laughs> yeah. Like this dude would never get that, but that's just a wild, that's a wild uh, take. He, this he's guy going has. all he's, out. His entire goal in life is to just, create a dystopian society that's okay why why do you think it's going to be dystopian um oh man i don't see a world where this helps us i mean it helps us in certain things like maybe safety like self-driving cars might help us be safer eventually i would imagine that i would rather we invest in different infrastructure like bullet trains or things that you know would possibly be even safer sure but Probably but, not. Yeah. I don't know much. I'm, I'm, transportation's not my uh, <laughs> I mean, the way I see it, like with self-driving, for example, I feel like it's going to reduce accidents by a lot. Like imagine how many accidents we have every year, how many people die, how many people get injured. Like imagine all of that going to near zero. My question is, can the government implement some sort of, I guess they can because they'll just use that, whatever they use for covid that was saying, but let's say they say it's a emergency. And so right. it's a climate emergency and everyone has to drive some autonomous, whatever car uh, that's electric. Let's say. Yeah. Well, I think California is trying to do that. I know they're trying to do it with electric cars, but how are they going to stop people from driving? And when yeah. you add people driving into the mix, how could an AI ever fully predict and be perfect and have no accidents until no people are on the road. Oh, I see. So you're saying like it would either be no people and, and bro, driving. That just opens, it would have to be no people driving to so 
have that basically score of- pakistan and india are always at war attacking and hacking other people uh the, each other's countries infrastructures they've, right they've been doing this for a long time yeah do i really want someone to be able to hack the computer of the car i'm driving and be like yeah hey, let's you know drive this down the mountain let's drive this off a cliff i i don't know this well, what is about I don't love weather that. different weather things like in california the weather's pretty much the same i, I don't know I mean, I, except northern california but like here when it snows how would that affect an auto driving i think a ability? language learning model over time would be able to predict yeah i mean like the first mm-hmm. chess computer like deep blue or something that beat the grandmaster dennis or whatever his name was was like 1997 and that was lit- literally learning how he was playing and then was able to beat him and and that's that, that was 1997 Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a small data set, obviously, to be able to win in chess. But then you're going to a large data set. And over time, I think it would know, okay, when it snows like this, when this is the temperature, when this is what happens, this is the amount of brake pressure I would have to uh, utilize. Yeah. You would have to pump the brake, whatever that a human could do. Like You're saying that our brain is so smart because we're able to drive in, in those type of weather. Like Obviously, an AI would be able to be programmed better than my knowledge of I like guess, driving out of the skid or into the skid. If you're right. I'm thinking like black ice, like that can be an unexpected thing that happens. And how would the car be able to react to that? Cause like would start spinning or something. I'm not pro AI like in many happen. ways, but just to defend it a little bit, wouldn't it be able to predict black ice based on the temperatures and the yeah. amount of precipitation that happened prior? Yeah. I mean, well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But also humans are going to slip on black ice every single time there's bad weather outside. We see accidents. Yeah. I think an accident free world yeah, is not what I'm possible. Saying, those elements. But what if... I think Pooh was right. <laughs> uh, but what if you have both humans driving with AI's help? So like if uh, a human makes an error, like AI gets involved. If a, or something uh, like, like takes it, over yeah it takes over something <laughs> like, well, we already like, have um, that like my car is not exactly the most advanced car on the planet but yeah. it already has lane assist where if you start driving off the lane it pulls yeah, you back it, into the lane yeah yeah and, so i feel like imagine beats. ai with that yeah well i mean that light, has to be a form of ai yeah i mean it it's learning where the dots on the road are that's yes. that's a computer model that determines where the roads are and then yeah. brings me back on that is ai on my so, car so yeah in that case human error is not going to be a thing while driving i mean what would be the point of the human driving and for i mean i would like to over there are certain situations where there was a situation where a car was driving at me head-on at 60 miles an hour and i was able to you know spin the car crazy thought i was gonna die missed a telephone pole by an inch that car was coming right at me um, oh shit well how would an ai have reacted it would have done the right thing to avoid the right accident. but how i don't know would it have known to it probably would have make yeah. that split decision to then predict every pathway around me and be able to break as fast and move there i don't know or would it would it just try to slightly avoid it or but anyway the um the variable here is the guy who was driving at me at 60 miles an hour i mean in in the case of ai if that guy had like a 
self-driving features in his car, he wouldn't have done that in but the how, beginning. So you're saying the government will mandate self-driving features in your car? Because I don't yeah. think the people who grew up driving cars are going to trust self-driving cars. I mean, yeah, at least they should. I feel like a good step would be the self-driving features. A good first step, yeah. Would say all cars must have self-driving features. Yeah. See, I just don't. I understand how there may be a huge benefit to it, but I don't see myself trusting the technology to drive me around. Like, obviously, I don't trust Teslas right now. Yeah. I wouldn't get in a Tesla that self-drives right at this exact moment in time and let it drive me, you know, transcontinental. I would be scared the entire time. Maybe that's irrational based on the data set. Yeah. I haven't exactly looked at, like, highway statistics with Teslas. I know they've all been recalled at one point or another. Uh, maybe for, you know, unrelated uh, Oh, yeah, the recalls, the recalls were, I think, uh, l last I heard, they were recalled for, like, like minor things that are that have nothing to do with this like what do you know it's like some parts that were not put know, on like i know when they came out like sometimes people would just share video footage of their windshield just like breaking in the middle of the night just shattering oh that uh, i don't know about that but crazy yeah. engineering yeah <laughs> anyway as it stands i don't think i would trust that thing to drive me along but what if like factually you knew for a fact that it's safer than anything. Would you still have those feelings? I know for a fact that flying is the safest form of transportation, but I don't like not being in control in an airplane. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, those are just emotions, you know? Like, if, if, if we know for a fact that something is good, then, yeah, it's just going to be how it is. I mean, I would say there's... Well, you're saying that my emotions in that sense are wrong. I just want to be in control of my own destiny. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah. Or in control of every aspect of my movement. Right. Like you wouldn't, if you knew for a fact, the safest thing to do is to cut off all your hands and limbs and put on fake. I mean, this might be a straw man, like hardcore, but, yeah. and put on fake, uh, you know, whatever cyborg body and say, this is going to, you know, help you live longer. I think it would be a, a moral argument for me to determine whether or not I wanted to do that. I wouldn't just say, well, this is the safest way. I mean, yeah, in that case, yeah, it, it gets really complicated then. Yeah. Morally, I feel like it would get complicated. I'm just making the argument that I don't think people are going to give up driving. At I mean, least for a long period of time. At least the people who grew up driving. I mean, Somebody people, who's 50 years old yeah. right now isn't going to, in the next 20 years, be like, yeah, I'll let this uh, machine drive me around. When they grew up driving and they've been driving for the last 40 years. But I guess what, that's what people said about Uber. Like when taxi, like if you go back 10, 15 years ago, people were like, oh, I would never ride a stranger's car. Why would I do that? I, I, I would just take a taxi. But now Uber overtook taxi by a lot and no one uses taxis anymore. Well, because they still found, I guess, that it's like you said, safer yeah. than dry, drinking alcohol or some people don't have cars. So if you're in a city, I feel like Ubers, most people make their money in Uber in a city. And I don't think you're as worried especially yeah. during the daytime, taking Uber around the city. I mean, I think if I was getting into an Uber and said, you know, take me in the backwoods here, most people wouldn't do that. But I don't, that, I don't see how that relates, I guess. What do you think? Um, well, I think what he's saying is that, like, over time, people will be more open Change, yeah. to these changes. But yeah, for sure, like... My parents would absolutely never trust something like an auto driving car. 
they would never, ever, especially my dad, would be like, absolutely not. I'm not trusting this machine. Because he, you know, he he thinks of even computers and, and stuff like that. It's just a machine that humans use. Like, he would never put his trust into a machine in that regard. Well, so what especially your, yeah. especially not um like right now it's just not there yet. Like people still get into accidents. So yeah. he sees those stories and and things like that. So he would he would always think of that and always be like, well no. People are having bad issues. Oh, yeah, I don't care that it's safer now. Even if it did get safer, I think you would still be like, well, there was a time where it wasn't safe. So I'm still going to drive my own car. Thank you very much. I feel like that would be his stance. And a lot of our, I feel like all of our parents would probably have that stance. Right. I mean, yeah, it's going to take time, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's going to take time I mean, to get people. We're, we're always going to see, I think at, at least that generation stuff is always going to see AI as, as worse, as a worse model than humans. Because, I mean, you grew up, I think, like, the Jetsons was the first time in 1962, I think, that um, subservient AI was shown. Like the TV show? In media. Yeah. Like, it was was the first time subservient AI was shown in media. Not not books, but the first time it was really shown. So, I think entire life, AI is seen as, like, this helping, like, almost motherly, you know, like... It helps us clean. It helps us do that. Like I know Google's DeepMind created a sample set, went from like chain of thought model all the way to the self-discover model or something where it can look at, you know, a desk and say, okay, this desk is, you know, messy. Uh, We can see a potato chip bag and we can, you know, generate a language learning model out of that, wipe down the countertop, stuff like that. Um, And, uh, you know be subservient in that way and clean for you. I think it's going to take a long time before people would see AI as being smarter than humans. I'm just talking about from an emotional illicit response. I'm not saying that obviously we know in 1987, what we already brought up like deep blue beat a chess master because that was a narrow intelligence model. And you know, you could program it to be better than a human because it could, if then way better than a human brain can. Right. But I just, I don't see people growing up without AI saying they're always going to be like, oh, I would do it better. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think AI is going to win in the end, I guess. We're going to end up like the movie Wally. <laughs> well, yeah. We're all going to be, have our slushies in hand, fat as hell, doing nothing, creating nothing because there's nothing to create because it's all digitally created for us and with no goals. Wait, do you think people are still going to pursue hobbies if they know AI is going to do it better than them? I don't see a world where people want to do anything worse than other people and be find that interesting. I think what makes you do something is you want to be the best at it, I guess. Ah, maybe that's a weird one because I think some people know they suck at something, but they still want to learn it. Yeah. But... I guess if you, if it was, I guess it's how you accomplish that task. Like if I wanted to make a song and I could type in the little computer, create a beat that, you know, is this, and then I'll create vocals over it. That's this. What would, what would make you want to go back to the antiquated process? Right. What would make you want to go back to, you know, once the, once the electric tea kettle works, what makes you want to 
use the the yeah. uh, the gas tea kettle. So I guess the only thing that's going to be left is sports. I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's not a that doesn't seem like a life worth pursuing. <laughs> sports and chilling with the gang. And eating, sleeping, yeah, eating, right? And sleeping, eating AI generated foods, eating the bugs. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. We'll be eating crickets, uh, cricket powder solely. Uh, imagine like how crazy the future is going to be. Like, I don't think anyone is ready for the future. Well, I mean, that's a, such a blanket statement. Of course, I think that pertains to all of history, though. <laughs> I don't think it's anything dude, to do with AI. Like, Dude, I, I feel like AI is different than anything we, we ever experienced in our history. Like, Every single thing that's a technological advancement is different yeah. than what we've experienced. We're but, all going through the Wild West still of the internet age. But the rate of acceleration, though, don't you think like this time is actually different in terms of the rate of acceleration of the advancements? I think I think things like Soar AI, ChatGPT are scaring people more because it seemingly is a huge advancement but i think if you look down at it it's just a computer predicting certain models being able to read an entire subset of of information a supervised or unsupervised subset of information and then just you know creating aspects from like creating a story creating a prompt creating an essay like being a calculator of sorts creating you know lines of code or something right but I think it pretty much stops there right now uh, until you can, well, I, I guess DeepMind is the closest with their whole, you know, computers being able to reason, well, not reason, but, you know, use critical thinking skills that humans use and kind of, I guess the idea behind that is they'd be able to reprogram their, reprogram their own critical thinking skills. So, which means they would have a ability to, think for them but not really i don't think that's ever do i don't you, think autonomy is ever going to be the, the wait, place do you think robots. if they reprogram their critical thinking do you think it's going to be the most logical and correct way i guess i don't know well you'd be looking at every philosophical data set in the world and determining what's right are you asking me if they yeah. would create a utopia because they like for instance an AI would judge a court case because right. it would never be biased. Is that what you're yeah. trying to say? I mean, <laughs> bro, it, it's all about who programs this. I mean, even though OpenAI, whatever, started out as unsupervised, eventually they made it supervised and tells everyone that Biden's amazing, Trump's terrible, or stuff like that, that are obviously up oh, yeah, for, that's, up that's for very hot biased. topic debate. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I see what you're saying. And we're back. Sorry, we just took a quick break. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, going back into the AI and jobs point. So like, uh, do you, I know you said before that you don't think that AI is going to take over everything and it's just going to be like the other pr other previous advancements where we just got new jobs that we, that and we were fine. But I, I do think that AI this time is going to actually like take everything from everyone and majority of people are just going to be jobless. So you think the majority of people are going to be jobless? Yes. Like what jobs are you like, are you talking about current or how far in the future are you right now? Like over time. I mean, I've heard estimates of 10% of jobs in the last couple of years. Yeah. 
based on I'm just trying to implement or I could see data entry jobs being I mean, completely overtaken. Yeah. Just like obviously back in the day there used to be jobs where people had to do number crunching and calculators and computer programs. Right. Would have changed those jobs as well. The computer took away a lot of jobs, but it still created new jobs. But even like studies are saying like studies then, I do know a certain study. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we could look it up. Wait, let me see. Okay, go ahead. I and then uh but yeah, like it's basically saying that by 2030, which is not that far off, it's like only six years, like 50% of jobs, that's 50% is going to be poof. And it's there's not going to be a lot of new jobs that could compensate for all those jobs. But yeah, let's... I uh, guess I'm just trying to see yeah. what jobs you're specifically talking about that with the future of jobs. Because we're, we already kind of discussed creativity jobs yeah. possibly being taken over by... AI, I think that's scary because I think what I was talking about with Coco Melon earlier right. is how that whole kind of hypnosis that happens in music because it's it's marketing on a subliminal way where they use frequencies and certain things to make you uh, kind of just an object brainwash. in their desire. Yeah, brainwash. Yeah. Um, but I think, okay, so Sam Altman believes current AI tools are overhyped. Um, 10 jobs, customer service reps, car and truck. Let's go through these 10 jobs that they're yeah. saying could could go through. Customer service representative being more automated. I think that's going to piss off everyone. I don't see that necessarily being beneficial for businesses. Do you want to call a business and get an AI? I mean, if it gets the job done, I don't care. If, it's, if it does the job but well enough. But an AI isn't going to make the decision. Have you ever called and there was a human illicit response where, I don't know, maybe something got messed up in processing and they're like these are our policies but you kind of are like okay but i bought this and it was bad or you know it had this problem and i just want somebody to help me with it i feel like an ai would have to be super binary and not and just be like because of i've had i've had to call people where i wanted to talk to somebody because i needed them to understand the situation whereas the automated response team was just Look at our hours for here. Just fill it out on the website. Like giving off information and would be very black and white. Like you'd have to program it to be very black and white. Sorry, your policy is, you know, this. Right, right. I mean, in, in that case, I'm sure like they're still going to have like a couple of people on the line to assist people in those in those uh, specific situations that you were talking about. Right, maybe I jumped the gun real. here because they're talking about customer inquiries, requests, self-checkouts. Yeah. I mean, as long as, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much already happened. I think we have less cashiers. Yeah, less cashiers, yeah. And in general. It's going to go to zero cashiers. But that was also just a completely time. skillless job, but sure. Uh, but like, I feel like a lot of jobs are skillless, especially in the minimum wage. If you, well, right, in the customer service representative. Yeah. So it's going to take away skillless jobs. Right. Okay, car and trucker drive, tr truck driver. That's probably the biggest industry. Truck drivers actually don't get paid bad. Um, however, if we're talking about how you want to go about automating, let's say you were talking about automating all of UPS. Yeah. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, maybe not now, but over time, it's inevitable. Well, for straight profit, sure, yeah. Yeah. For like a profit line, like they're going to eliminate all their uh 
because you know, having to pay like a trucker. Yeah. Like, for because, instance, yeah. if you had to pay, I don't know what JB Hunt or something, one of those trucking brands to, you know, bring right. your product across the country. Yeah. Uh, it obviously would be a lot cheaper if there wasn't a human attached. I feel like at the core of it, it's all about like what's going to be more efficient and what's going to be the cheapest. But okay. Yeah. yeah. So moving on, I see that. I don't think I have any arguments with car and truck drivers being replaced. I don't necessarily think it's the best form of transportation, but I'm yeah. also not an expert in uh, what's the structure in public transportation. Well, public transportation. That's yeah. Um, computer programmer that already has been taken over. I mean, generative yeah. AI is basically able to create all the needed uh, code coding functions for you know, straightforward language models. If it's something incredibly straightforward, write a code that gets me from point A to point B. I mean, we already know that that would take away jobs today. Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah. Research analyst, um, research-centric positions like market research analyst. I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. If you wanted to get studies about, you know, what are middle-aged women looking up in this area, because you want to create a targeted marketing campaign, marketing campaign, hundred percent, hundred percent with good yeah. AI. I agree with that. Paralegal, hundred percent, obviously. Uh, factory or warehouse worker. I mean, that goes without saying. Financial trader. That's more financial trading is more interesting because there is a lot to be said about an AI generated like program like, that says if investment fund you mean like yeah yeah yeah. i think if if um if this happens the market usually shifts in this direction and you would predict to be selling this fund and buying this fund yeah or selling this and buying this based on this yeah i mean that would pretty much go to ai too um wait what's the next one i think there's human responses oh to to like Funds and uh, the funds. I think there's a lot of psychology involved, and I would. Yeah. L- I don't know. I feel like with enough. AI in control, it's going to eliminate all the human psychology from the picture because it's going to be all AI. Right. Controlling well, because everything would be 100 yeah. percent based on control. But I just feel like that would also develop whoever's the first into the game to get rid of all people to make profits the fast would would have to just create a monopoly for whatever organization wait so you're is. saying a monopoly is going to be the most efficient way to do th- to do it well i think partnered with the government a monopoly would i don't necessarily know if this is true but imagine that one trucking company is able to become fully mm-hmm. automated before yeah. another trucking company that would eliminate such the need for cost assuming that their research and development wouldn't have busted out their uh what do you call it? The what? The uh, all their assuming that they could buy the language learning model that like yeah. Tesla created based on their subsampling of, you know, everything they've learned from all their cars driving around. Uh, I feel like you would have you would still have multiple companies doing that. For example, right now we have Tesla, and uh, like Tesla with the self driving features, but you also have other car companies that have those uh, similar self driving features right but well, okay so going back to it so if one trucking company was able to be fully automated automated before another one their cost of driving would obviously be only the cost of the you know yeah. parts the yeah. electricity the wear on their electronic vehicle um 
and right. not have to pay somebody hundreds, thousands of dollars to drive across country. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't they get all the contracts? Initially, yeah. So I guess, yeah, yeah. Like, for instance, I don't know enough about electronic, fully automated driving vehicles, but I would imagine if you're saying that Tesla has, because they've been on the road more. They're the leading, have, yeah. Dis, have more subsampling of all the cars driving on the road. Right, yeah. And you're saying, yeah. So to my understanding, that's true. They would be the most advanced in... Yeah. The self-driving, self-driving. Ca- in self-driving yeah, yeah, capability, yeah. not in car manufacture. Oh, we yeah, know yeah. that's not true. Yeah, we know but that the Ford, self-driving. Yeah, and yeah. the self-driving, they for sure are and will be. Yeah, but so, like, uh, so it's just a matter of whether or not they wanted to sell that information. And I don't know. Maybe they have. I yeah. I'm speaking on a idiot level here. Um, travel advisor. I mean, yeah, that's obvious. I mean, do are there travel advisors? Anyone, Even now, it's does not, anyone our age yeah. call up a? Tra- I, you know, I want to go to, uh, you know, Colombia. Yeah, we just Google it. That's it. Should we? Or who should we call? I mean, obviously, you need information about safe places to go. Right, but, but I mean, yeah, you can go online and figure that stuff out well, without I, calling an. I just advisor. don't think travel advisors should exist. Yeah, in this market. Now, yeah, pre AI, I think computers took them out. But sure, what are they saying? They don't need to rely on travel agents for personalized recommendations and travel tips. Travel platforms can leverage AI to power customer searches and make suggestions based on previous searches. Strange. I I didn't know that was a okay. Yeah, sure. that's content writer in some cases. This is where I think it's interesting because how could an AI write an opinion piece? I mean, uh, it could. I mean, it could. Okay. It would base on the same. It would base on the supervised sampling that it has. Yeah. So yeah. it would just create the exact same opinion of that it's else. being fed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but isn't this what people do already? Like, well, I mean, sure, but we're talking about whether or not. It, I mean, obviously, ChatGPT passed the Turing test in terms of I don't know if people reading are going to be like, oh yeah, this was written by a bot. I feel like I can. I feel like I'm probably making this up. We should do this next time. We should have three AI, you know, three Pieces. real human responses and Versus one AI. AI. And we have to tell which and one. And we have to tell which one's mm-hmm. AI. I, I feel think, like, yeah. I just feel like AI takes everything. Whenever I have weird anecdotal experience with writing anything on chat B- GPT, it always seems to take this uh, positive spin on everything. But I mean, based on its yeah, sampling, yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, you could paraphrase spidering or whatever. Yeah. But with the going back to the like what I said earlier about like paraphrasing apps that could like uh, change what Chat GPT wrote and paraphrase it, modify it, make it more positive, more negative, more robotic, more humanistic. Like you could modify those things with what Chat GPT gives you. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. So I, I guess I see graphic designer 100%. I mean, yeah. there's, it already, anything that requires creativity. Right. Because it can, pro you can program what would have the most responses because there's science behind it. I mean, there's this color, having a bright color on something draws your eye to that faster. People like, 
during certain times, people like more simplistic. I mean, look at the times. In the 90s, logos were very maximalist. <laughs> right, yeah. They were all over the place. They were crazy. Now everything's minimalist. I mean, Xiaomi paid a guy about like, I don't know, 100, no, it was like, what, $500,000 to make the perfect uh, triangle, or what was it, like square without corners or something? Yeah. They literally, that's all they did to change their logo. It's just basic, simple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for minimalist design. Right. But you would just be able to put that into... Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm still confused how... Someone's got to, we got to have, somebody's got to come in here and teach me about how, um, the, it works with the law right. in terms of creative content and who owns the rights to that, because I need more, I need more information about this. Cause that's the question I always get when every time we're talking about this. Right. They're saying nine jobs it won't replace teacher, nurse, oh, wait, social wait. worker, therapist, mm. handy person, lawyer, HR specialist, writer, artist. Anything that requires okay, art. Anything that requires emotion. I feel like okay, teachers, I feel like teachers No way. You can't have Or you could have both. Somebody. You could have both. You cannot be taught by AI and expect to understand human emotions. What if AI um, gets advanced enough to understand human emotion? Which is, which so is that's a, what's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the movie Ex Machina? No, I heard okay. about it. Okay, I heard about it. So in it, I'll just well, spoiler alert. Whatever, who cares? Yeah. Um, in it, a guy invites another guy to his like test subject. It's kind of like Doctor Moreau esque, right? Um, where his creation kills him, but whatever. Um, he is trying to create an experiment based on the Turing test to decide whether or not people would see his robot as realistic or not. And he doesn't know that his test, the whole thing is dumb. It's a 24. So yeah, a 24 is always dumb, but, um, basically the concept is he programs a robot to manipulate emotionally yeah. To somebody based on what that person's interests are. Mm -hmm. So he basically gets somebody to fall in love with the robot because he programs the robot to want to use that person to manipulate a guy. So, yeah, I guess sexually yeah. and, uh, you know, intellectually. But there's also, so, yeah. But okay, but that's the concept. But the question I had the entire time I watched that movie was. Not that this is a good anecdote at all, but who cares? Um, was how could you possibly program the understanding of emotion? Like you could basically say when somebody does their eyes like this, this means this. Right. Like yeah. You could program yeah. like social cues, I would assume. Wait, right. Ha have you seen the movie Megan? But how but hold on. Yeah. But wait, wait, how wait, can continue. you take that information and be like, when this person is this, right? they're sad, so this is what you say. So there's this movie, Megan, it's about this uh, doll, you know, r robotic AI doll that spends time with this little girl, right? And uh, she's basically programmed to take the part of a parent into like taking care of her and uh, 
being emotionally available for her. So it, so in that movie, yeah, that doll is basically AI that understands emotion. It knows when the girl is sad, happy, and it makes sure that she's uh, mostly happy for the most part and all that stuff. So AI could be could could be capable of doing that for sure. You believe that? Yeah. Like based on, I'm, I'm just talking from, about from, from a coding movie, perspective. Yeah. Because coding has to come from a standpoint of if then. Right. But I feel like a learning, like, like but if AI they, is self-learning, like, and it keeps learning, you know, it could learn those things. I'm not convinced. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously you can teach it to do use critical thinking skills. That's right. what like DeepMind is trying to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. how would you train it to... The whole point I made before is how would you train something to manipulate without someone coding that manipulation? I mean, if it's... Uh, because teaching is manipulation. I'm sorry. Yeah. In any single way for being a teacher, you're somewhat manipulating, manipulating students, whether good or bad, yeah. into having a certain perspective. I just think that is the job of a teacher necessarily yeah. is to yeah. teach teach you facts, Right. Also, one of the best teachers I ever had, I didn't agree with them 100%, but they taught you to look out for the manipulation. Right, yeah. And uh, I have ever since, and I thought that that teacher was more important than any teacher who taught me any fact in life. Um, mm. But I just don't know how a robot, unless programmed to do so, could be able to come up with a concept of manipulation on its own and become forget the robot constitution that Google's trying to create. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> good old oh, yeah. Isaac Asimov or whatever. But like, okay, here's what's uh, interesting. Like imagine all those kids going to college and learning all those like things that are going to be obsolete by the time they graduate. So like imagine how big of an impact that's going to have well, I mean, I think that most of what we learn in school we forget yeah. and don't use. I think most people don't use what they Yeah, and it's becoming more obsolete but now. The over entire time. idea of school or an extracurricular activity is to develop discipline. I mean, I feel like you could develop discipline without You could. Yeah. You could for sure develop discipline. But with playing an instrument, that's a discipline. Playing a sport, right. that's a discipline. Going to the gym, that's a discipline. Learning and having to take a test or doing anything that you don't want to do because it gives you a better result. Like working out hurts, but at the end yeah. you get a good result. Anything that requires the hurting process in order to overcome the hurting process to become good at something, that gives you that, right? Oh yeah, 100%. So I think that that's the job of school. I don't think we go to school 100% to learn to be able to recite biology 20 years later. I can't tell you what a lot of, you know, biological, you know. Yeah. I can't even tell you what the definition of a neuron is or something. I'm, I'm an <laughs> idiot. But sure, I, I can. I can't. I don't remember. Because I remember you, we can just nucleus, Google it. Yeah, we could, we the could, center of a atom. Yeah, we could just Google it. So why right. remember it? So why remember it? Yeah. Right? And I, well, no, it's not that. It's because I haven't had to, I don't Use live it. my you're life where I'm it. using yeah, that knowledge. Using right yeah i don't i don't have a life where i'm using the knowledge of what is a neuron right? i feel like yeah if you're not applying things your brain is like let me ask you what's a neuron a neuron is okay i actually still remember it okay good tell me it's uh um, remind me because now i feel like it's so a nervous stupid. it's um like in our nervous system it's like a 
electrical reaction or neurons are nerve cells that send messages all over your body to allow you to do yeah. everything from breathing to talking eating walking and thinking yeah so it, i knew that okay but so, see how that happens yeah. You, when you, you read, read it, it, you remember. I know that, but yeah. it's not compartmentalized yeah. in my brain for yeah. recall. It's compartmentalized in my brain for like sub recall. Recognize it. Recognize yeah. It. Recognizing. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I knew that. How many times do I do this because I grew up on internet brain? Yeah. I mean, is that a bad thing, though? I feel like it's not a bad thing. To not be able to remember things? Because in our time, it's unnecessary. I mean, I remember a bunch of dumb things. I mean, it's because those dumb things, we utilize them. No, you know? no, we don't. No, we don't. I mean, maybe because it's fun, so we remember it more because no, we it's don't. more fun. Like the fact that I know like Harry Potter trivia, yeah. that, that does not help me out. I mean, me I out. don't know. That True. doesn't help me out, man. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it just happens. Why does my brain remember that? Yeah. But it doesn't remember what a neuron is because what I focused on and what I cared about, I guess. Yeah. I care about stories and storytelling. I yeah. feel like yeah, more I feel than like, I yeah. care about biology. For sure. Yeah, if you care about something, you're going to remember it more. Yeah. But it's the recall aspect of it that I'm worried about because I'll learn something and then won't be able to recall it until I look it up. Whereas that's not how my brain compartmentalizes everything. Mm. I remember a lot. I just right. don't remember what a neuron was. It didn't care, maybe. M maybe know. in the future with the neural link, your brain is going to be able to remember everything. 100%. Oh, yeah. What do you think of the neural link? Neural link? Oh, boy. Yeah. I just keep thinking that that's like, that that it's bullshit but like, okay i haven't researched everything about it but i did look into the disability aspects of it how like uh people on disability what what's the concept like what is he trying to do with this because everything to me just feels so jumping head first into everything we've been warned against yeah it's like let's make our bodies a cyborg i mean here's the thing like the only aspects where I see it being useful and good is for people who have what disabilities. Is it? What is it? What is the Neuralink? Neuralink? I'm looking up Neuralink at the very strange website. Yeah. Create a generalized brain interface to restore autonomy. Those with unmet medical needs to yeah. unlock human potential tomorrow. So what is that? Who qualifies for somebody who has uh, so, unmet medical needs? So let's say someone on a wheelchair, right? Okay. So the Neuralink, it's going to help them like be able to move again. And be able to control their arms, legs, whatever. So it's whatever. a form of biomechanical engineering. You're saying that yeah. allows you to um, regain your autonomy. Yes, yes. So your brain can say move arm, and then all of a sudden you're able to move your yeah. arm. Yeah. Whereas if you're wheelchair bound, that's the one aspect that that's going to so be helpful. I, okay, for I'm those not people, understanding yeah. this. So, for instance, somebody who can't walk because they have a spinal cord fracture or something. Yeah. It's going to fix that, that. How would how would that fix that? Because like... Uh, Are you sure it's not just people who have limited capacity or something? Like how would or, it fix a spinal cord injury? It can't. I mean, because I mean, like... Actually, in that specific case, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. So it's implants it. And so there's a surgical robot that implants some shit into your brain. Yeah. It just seems like the uncanny valley. I don't know. Patient registry. They show like a pretty girl <laughs> who looks like they have no need for it. I don't know. Unless, uh, is that like, does she have one arm? Is that what we're supposed to get out of this picture? All right. Um, I guess I just don't 
understand it probably is where we're at. Or like, what if it's, it gives you the ability to like be able to have no, all the knowledge on the internet and stuff like that? You know, create yourself into a cyborg is such a moral, make morally gray area. Man. That's just such a morally gray area. Yeah. I mean, I'm not denying that it is a moral gray area because like no one knows what's going to happen. With if that. I had unlimited knowledge and unlo- first of all, who is giving me this knowledge? First of all, like, and how am I able to process and recall it? Yeah. Uh, am I just in my head, like gaslighting myself into believing whatever is imprinted? Yeah. In, I mean, in, yeah, if it's, uh, if it's given to the wrong hands, they could. Well, and everything's given into yeah. the wrong hands. There's no, like we, how is this not the first step to controlling a population? It is the first step to into controlling a population. It is. Like, it, yeah. I don't see this going anywhere good. I don't see, I just don't see what the end goal is. I understand from a health perspective, I get why the mission of something like Neuralink makes sense. They want to help out somebody with limited function. Sure. Right. 100%. I'm on board. I mean, with the exception of, I know like doc, there's no regulation right now. I know doctors are using AI, right? Yeah. They're using it to, besides that one mess up with Epic, I think, or was it Epic? What was the, yeah, Epic didn't detect sepsis or something mm. uh, and got sued for it. I mean, um, it's, it's not 100% perfect for now, because so you still need a doctor, you know, involved, I guess. Well, doctors are utilizing it without any regulation. Yeah, that's why you need like an actual doctor who double checks it, you know? Like who double checks the work, but they're yeah. being taught the same thing that chat or whatever they're using, whatever model they're using would be, let's say they have some sort of doctoral doctor database, right? They have, you know, subject truth in the medical field. And it would be like an encyclopedia that they're able to just quickly reference. Like, uh, for instance, I think of if you have a mole to determine whether or not it's cancerous. Yeah. If the model can predict its growth pattern based on you taking a picture of it today and then having a, you know, bio scan like in two weeks or, you know, two months, right. or two years. And it could say, okay, it's grown this much in this shape and, you know, have that removed. I'm just thinking of something very external, but um, I could see that being beneficial or doing scans of your body and then having an AI give you kind of a quick lowdown or uploading your vitals into... Into the matrix. <laughs> into some sort of database that says, okay, you have you know this risk of this, this risk of this, this risk of this. Sure. Yeah. But like, you know, it takes us... In, in, let's take another step. I feel like the future is going to be the matrix. Have you seen the movie The Matrix? Uh, what, no. what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Where did this just go? What are, what are you saying? I don't know. I don't know. What? Like, what is going to turn in the matrix? Everything. We're going to be all enslaved by the machine. By and the machine mach- is going to take over. How is the machine going to take over unless somebody's programming the machine? To, like, do you believe that someone's programming the machine to take over? Or do you believe that? I think that... the machine is going to be autonomous. <laughs> so the machine is going to be programmed to be good. 
they're going to u- utilize Google's robot constitution. Yeah, they're going to reprogram themselves. They're going to they're, so, they're going to go from being programmed to clean the uh, desks to kill humans, but they're going to reprogram themselves. Nobody did that. I mean, then Nobody. how would they So you yeah. believe you yeah. believe that the AI is aware of what it's doing. You think ChatGPT is like, I am writing a poem and I know that, oh, this is a pretty good poem. I feel like at some point they're going to... At some point, but w- what's the science behind that? What's... I mean, yeah, I don't know for now. I know, I understand that some people in the field who seem like they're extremely yeah. intelligent are saying right. it has the ability to critically think, but no one, to my knowledge, is saying... Well, yeah, it's going to be programmed to do this, but it'll define you, (laughs) defy you, and do the opposite. I mean, that's a human tendency. I don't see that being a robot tendency. I don't see that being a robot. How How could you program something to beat you in chess? And then all of a sudden, it well, I mean, there's a difference between yeah. AI and AGI, like general intelligence versus AI. There's narrow intelligence or whatever. But how could you say that, oh, this is programmed to do this? Oh, well, now it has the critical thinking skills to then decide, well, actually, the best case scenario is for me to take over Wait, have for you safety seen? purposes, for quote, for yeah. safety purposes. Yes. Like, uh, have you seen I those should... movies, man? Like those, those AI movies. movies? Yeah. There's always those movies, man. Like the Will Smith movie? <laughs> iRobot. <Yeah. laughs> Wasn't that like, I thought that had something to do with a disease. Am I mistaken? I don't know. I, I forgot exactly, but basically like the the AI in the, in the movie, it becomes autonomous in a way. And it takes... This like, is like the age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or like in the in the movie Megan, where that doll she starts like killing people. Spoiler alerts: she starts killing people. You said, you said spoiler alert after you <laughs> <Yeah>. spoiled it. <laughs> she starts killing people to protect the little girl, even if it's unnecessary. You know, so like, yeah. Um. Okay. So we got there. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll have to have conversation too. Right. I don't know if we got anywhere with this. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Wait, what else should we talk about? Uh, I don't know. I think we could wrap it up there. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you.